This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Adventure Lock Derg is a 12-event series launched this month which will appeal to adventure seekers and families alike. Arlene White met with Sinead Cahalan, Marketing Officer for Tipperary County Council, to discuss this initiative. This is Arlene White for Scarif Bay Community Radio and I'm here with Sinead Cahalan, the Marketing Officer for Tipperary County Council, um, who also has a huge role in marketing Lock Derg. Thanks, Sinead, for coming to talk to us. Hey, Arlene, how are you? Good, thank you. Now, um, Adventure Lock Derg, we're going to be hearing a lot about this um, from now on, really. And can you just tell us a little bit about how it came about? Of course, Arlene. Um, you might be aware that um, the Lock Derg Marketing Group, now called Destination Lock Derg, um, has a task force, uh, a Destination Recovery Task Force, with Fulcher Ireland to help uh, the businesses recover post-COVID and the destination recover. Um, last December we had a workshop uh, with Waterways Ireland, Fulcher Ireland, the three county councils and a large number of the trade from around the lake um, where we discuss and uh, brainstormed ideas around how we could kickstart the tourism industry around the lake. Um, from this we established four momentous projects and the lock, our Adventure Lock Derg is one of them and probably the most important one for now and yes you'll be hearing a lot about this in the coming weeks um, and months hopefully. That's great thanks and um, what is it exactly what is Adventure Lock Derg people would be dying to know. So Adventure Lock Derg it's, um, it's an app basically okay. very simply it's an app um, and we're at phase one of it and this is something we can build on over time. But right now, you can download an app called Adventure Lock Derg from your usual um, app store um, for your iPhone or for your Android. Okay. Um, and on it, there are 38 things to do around the lake. Um, for the next 12 weeks, we will highlight one of those and you can win a prize. A fantastic hamper of local artisan produce oh, is wow. up for grabs every week. Uh, the adventures... They'll suit families or they'll suit adventure seekers or fitness people. There's a wide range. Um, and the idea is that most people that come to the lake, they go to one village. So it might be Kilubalna or it might be Mount Shannon or it might be Terry Glass. But their knowledge of the rest of the lake is quite limited. So what we wanted to do was spread it out um, and give people a really easy access, um, a, a really easy user experience. Um, where they can see oh, there are all of these things to do and the app is amazing in that if you're inside in the Abbey Court in Nina you'll say take me to the start and it'll link in with uh, Google Maps and it'll bring you right to the start because oftentimes around the lake it can be quite difficult to find these things um, so you, you're brought to the start and then um, when you're ready you start the adventure so let's say you've got the 12 o'clock hills and it's an adventure around the fairy trail up there. Um, so your challenge is to take a selfie with your family and one of the stones with the inspirational quotes on it. 
So it'll take you to start, you'll wander off, do the trail. When you're finished, it'll say, it'll ask you a couple of questions. And this is brilliant for us in the county councils and for Fosha because the questions will inform what we do in the future. It'll ask you maybe where you've come from, where you're staying, and what your group, travelling group is like. Um, that'll inform how we build on this over the next couple of years. Um, and then you upload the photograph, it's submitted, and you could be in a chance to win a prize. Oh, wow. And one of those ones you mentioned, like the, the beautiful hampers. And that's fantastic to be able to promote the area and the artists and producers and things like that as well around the lake. Absolutely. That's a great idea. We are the envy of Ireland at the moment around Loch Derg. Um, we've got a great group of people working together to promote a destination. They're cross-promoting each other. So we're doing it too in that it's the layering of the products. So Lynn Kenny out in Agonalo. Yeah. She has beautiful, um, creates beautiful works of art and that's one of the prizes. She, we, we commissioned her to create a bespoke piece and it's really, really beautiful. Go on the website and you'll see it. Okay. Um, and it's one of her cheeky birds. Oh yes, yes. Um, so one of them is kayaking, one of them is um, cycling, one oh, of them is swimming and okay. hiking. Um, and down on the, um, the boardwalks in Tumalgate. Mm. So that's where it's centred and you've got Holy Island in the background and you've got wow. the wildlife it's on the really lake. It's really focused on beautiful. the lakes, yeah. It is. And then we've got Wild Irish Chocolates. Um, we have Dick's Bike Car. So Dick has satellite stations all the way around the lake at the moment, over oh, here brilliant. in Clare as well, wow. in Tumgraney and in Mount Shannon. So you can get an afternoon for your family and you win all of those prizes. Um, and, and Old Barracks Coffee. Coffee, so oh, and just, okay, exactly. Okay. So it's, there's a prize from each of the counties. Um, there's three adventures in each of the counties. So three from Tipperary, three from Clare, three from Galway, and then three that can be done anywhere on the lake. Okay. So every month, each county gets two. Um, so wherever yeah. you're staying, it's close by. Yeah. So it's a real. A real collaboration, really, of three counties, like East Clare, North Tip and, and Galway, really, which Absolutely. is fantastic to yeah. just promote Loch Derg as the destination, which is Absolutely. amazing. And the fact as well, I like the idea because sometimes when you hear adventure Loch Derg, I'm not a real fitness fanatic. But when you'd hear that, you'd think, oh, God, you know, is that is that going to be too hardcore? But the fact that it's based around families and, you know, that it's not just all go, 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 you have to hike. 15 miles or you know what you I mean know, you have there's to a cycle. huge cross-section of adventures so one of them is the Nina Classic so we've revived a old cycle race oh, so that is a 50 kilometre cycle so it'll okay. suit some people yeah and then some of them is pick one of these 10 picnic spots from around the lake the app will guide you to the spot and then you create your own fun it could be teddy bears picnic could be okay, whatever you yeah. want it to be yeah um, you and your your dog picnic yeah whatever you want it to be and take a picture so it suits photographers it suits families yeah. it suits um we were using the blue ways so we've picked six of the most suitable blue way trails and their little loops um, and again, it's a photograph of you launching your kayak at the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of a lottery then as to who will win. So yeah, yeah. it should be really interesting for a lot of people. And it should give people a really good taster of what's on offer around the lake. Yeah. And the great thing is, maybe you come to Loch Derg on the week that the Nina Classic is on and you're not into cycling. Well, then you can always do another one. There mightn't be a prize for it, yeah. but at least you know what you can still do. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can come back then in a week that you really want to do one. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Like obviously, domestic tourism will be will be the big thing this year, but 
even at that for local people to do that you know you might know yourself what's in the next village to you you might know that there's uh, you know somebody that will rent you a kayak or whatever the case may be so it's 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 fantastic even for local people to get knowledge absolutely we lake. tested some of this on some local people who are super excited about it and they're like going that's my next 12 saturdays sorted yeah, yeah. mine and the family because it is difficult and we generally know what we know really well um but I've shown the, the 12 challenges to a lot of people from around the lake and nobody knew them all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a surprise in there for every local as well. Oh, that's great. That's great. So it's uh, Adventure Lock Derg. Adventure Lock Derg. On the App Store. On the App Store. All the details. Are, there'll be a blog every week on discoverlockderg.ie. Okay. Um, and all of the social media um, for Lock Derg. Lock Derg. There'll yeah. be loads. So just... Share it with people you think that would be interested because if this works really well, it'll be very easy to sell it next year and improve and build on this over the next four or five years. And then, you know, we could have over a hundred different things from around the lake. Yeah, which would be um, amazing. Which would be amazing for visitors because yeah. that's what you want. Yeah, um, yeah. is a huge variety of things and then you can choose. Yeah, yeah, and the self-guided section of it as well. You're not waiting for certain times or, you know what I mean, you haven't missed it by an hour. If you arrive a bit late, you Absolutely. just take off at your own pace and Absolutely. do it And yourself. when the world changes, we can change some of these adventures to suit the new world um, as we emerge from this COVID yes, crisis. Yes. So because it's cutting-edge technology, we can change yes, and we can pivot with it. Yeah, okay. That sounds fantastic. So, yeah. Discover Loch Derg um, and Adventure Loch Derg. Make sure you check it out. And thanks so much, Sinead, for coming to tell us all about it. Adventure Loch Derg. Thank you. Councillor Joe Cooney was recently appointed chair of the Killaloo Municipal District and Pat O'Brien caught up with Joe during the week. Um, my name is Pat O'Brien and I am uh, representing the Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Uh, I'm here today having a chat with uh, Councillor Joe Cooney who has recently been elected as chairman of the Killaloo Municipal District. Uh, welcome to the programme, Joe, and uh, congratulations on your new role. Uh, not new to you, as you have been in the job in 2013. But you might give listeners of Scarlet Bay Community Radio a description of your role in the, in the, as chairman of the, the Killaloo Municipal District. Oh, OK, Pat. Uh, thank you very much. And thank you for the invite on to Scarlet Bay Radio. Again, look, as, as regards... Chairperson at the Cahillac of the Killaloo Municipal District. We call it the Killaloo MD for short. There's a new chairman elected every year. In the change of government rules back in 2013, uh, there was a lot of changes with the town council being demolished, different uh, municipal districts put in place, and at that state time it was announced by then the Minister Phil Hogan that there be a chairperson of each municipal district and the mayor of Innes, as Innes was a, a large town in our county. So since then, we have a rotation chairman. As you're all well aware, there's power sharing in Clare County Council, which I think myself is simply fantastic for our county, that we're all working together for the people of the county. But each municipal district has to have a chairman each year. And it's a rotation chairman. I was chairman back in 2013, as you rightly said, and now my turn is coming around again in 2021 as to be chairperson of the Cahillac of the Killaloo MD for the next 12 months. Yes, but you'll be, you'll be in contact with the, with the head engineer for East Clare then as well as you're on the, 
and the and the officers of the of the of the what, council. Yes, the what, what it really means is Pat that the chairperson is the spokesperson for the other councillors. So if there's meetings to be arranged, if there's engineers to be spoke to, as regards issues in the Killaloe MD, and it's all the Killaloe MD, not outside of that area, I would be the person contacted, and I would liaison with our other four councillors who are working also very hard for the people of the Killaloe MD. So that's really what the Cahillox job is as chairperson of the Killaloe MD. It's about the two big projects in the district uh, uh, coming up, Joe, is the Kildoo Bypass and uh, the bridge across the river and uh, the Holy Island Business Centre and tours to the, to the island. I suppose they'll be the two big projects from the, in the coming years. Well, Pat, there's a, a lot of major projects happening in the Kildoo MD at the moment. In fairness, fantastic work has been done back along the years. And I must say, the outgoing chairperson... Uh, Councillor Pat Hayes done Trojan work, the same as Councillor Pat Buck before him. And we'll have the other two councillors coming in as chairpersons over the next two years after me. That's Councillor Alan O'Callaghan and Councillor Tony O'Brien. But as you rightly said, probably the two major projects is the Killaloo Bridge Crossing and Bypass, which is something we have been looking for for a long time to happen in the East Clare area. We're all well aware of the congestion that happens in the Killaloo Bellinair Bridge, and that has been going on for a lot of years. We can remember ourselves going to Tullis back along the years when your big crowd's going, and you could be waiting for half an hour, maybe an hour, to get back over the bridge or get, 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 get either forward or backwards on the yeah. bridge. But anyway, it is great to see that this has progressed to Tinder stage, uh, the Killaloo Bridge crossing and bypass. As you're well aware, as some work has already happened down there. They have the road marked out, they haven't fenced off, they have trees and whatever removed. So it's gone to tender and the hope and by the approval of the department that has all happened and hopefully the construction work will happen on the Killaloe Bridge uh, Bridge Crossing and Bypass by 2022, which will be really welcome news to the Midwest region, but especially to the people of Clare, who had unfortunately over the years a lot of trouble getting through through Killaloo, Ballinair, because of traffic congestion. Yeah, it's been fantastic uh, news from all the Scala for going on, Mike Gatton's feet and all that area, especially. It's well indeed, Pat. It's well indeed, Pat, and it will also be fantastic news for local businesses, tourism, whatever, because my belief is we'll have a lot more traffic coming into the East Clare catchment area when this project is delivered, and we'll be all hopeful this will be delivered, give or take, 2023-2024, which will be really, really welcome news for the East Clare area. I suppose uh, with all the people that's uh, out walking now and they're encouraged by the government to, to go out walking and all that, you have the, the East Clare Greenway as well from Limerick. Uh, to Scarif, the Isle, and that's going to be a, a, a nice project for, for tourism, I suppose, in East Clare as well, Joe. It is indeed, Pat. That's going to be another major project. project. And you also mentioned there on, earlier on as regards Holy yeah, Island. Island. Mm. And my honest belief is Holy Island is, is going to be the focal point in East Clare in the future. It'll be something like the Cliffs of Moher back in West Clare. We need a focal point, and my belief is when development starts in Holy Island, 
Guinness will be up and running, which is going to happen. And I want to compliment the local authority on the fantastic work that has been done in the past up to, up to now. As we're all well aware, Part 8 has been achieved as regards planning for the old rectory, which is located in the centre of Mount Shannon, uh, as regards part of this project. That is fantastic news. It is progressing, but as I've said, it's going to be the focal point. And when that does happen, like the Killaloe Bridge crossing and bypass, it's going to be a major boost also to businesses and tourism in the East Clare yeah, yeah, and yeah, Killaloe yeah. MD. So that's all progressing as well. And that's welcome news. As you'll say, the Greenway is also welcome news. And we can't forget the brilliant walking trail that has been put in place all the way now from Tungreni to Killaloe via the two mile gate which Mm. is simply fantastic it has been finished um, the finishing touches it got down the last couple of weeks where the last section of it has been thermocadamed and it's simply brilliant to see it that the people around that area had somewhere now to go out and walk safe on the side of the road and again, I want to compliment both the local people around Lugulna and the people involved in it, but also Clare County Council on the great work that has been achieved with that walking trail. I, suppose, uh, I think another, another um, project of yours that you're, you're talking about and you'll be on the radio and the, and the papers about is the, is the villages and maybe storage uh, schemes and maybe like some Bradford and our own village or Cadence Mills and various villages around these Clare and towns in their development. Yeah, yes, that's always very close to my heart. That my belief is all villages, rural villages especially, should have proper infrastructure. And again, I have to say, a lot has been achieved in villages and towns throughout uh, the county, but more so throughout the Killaloo Municipal District. We're all well aware of the no source schemes that was put in Fetal and Scarif Tungreni in the past. The taller one has been upgraded, water supplies have been upgraded, but unfortunately, small villages the likes of Bradford or Callaghan Mills, but I, Bridgetown Village or Gunnalow, uh, Flag Mount, different villages like that around the Killaloo MD don't have the proper infrastructure. And we've moved into an age where that is vital now because of environmental issues. So it is a big concern. Uh, we have been working very hard on the Bradford one over the last number of years. We have our local councillors in the Killaloo MD has given it their full support. We think we're making progress as regards the Bradford one. If we don't unfortunately make progress as regards the proper infrastructure, there could be serious consequences in the next county development plan and that's a serious concern of all councillors in the Killaloo MD as well going forward. So it's something we're working hard on and we'll continue working on it and hopefully we'll achieve this infrastructure for some of the villages and uh, the villages that don't have saved. In the next few years, yeah. Um, I suppose uh, there's talks between the county council and government on, on the transfer of tourist sites in Burnetti and the Pogue and Craigenorn. And I suppose um, if they're successful uh, in the in the in the near future, the Pog and Tiganorn will uh, will come into the Kildare Municipal District as well. Won't they? There'll be there'll be the sites that'll be in the in the municipal district if the yeah, if that, uh, it's a successful. Correct. Again, Pat, that's right. I mean, the CEO did give us a briefing on that last week. There is serious talks going on. There is going to be a team of officials put in place to explore all these options. There's not in session stone yet, but all councillors would welcome this move if it did happen. 
and I think it would be actually fantastic for them facilities if it did come in under the umbrella of the of Clare County Council. Again, they're fantastic facilities, great workers involved in them. A lot has happened in them in the past, but unfortunately through COVID and circumstances outside the control of everyone, they have gone they have dipped a bit and now I think is the time we saw what happened when the local authority took over the cliffs and more and what was achieved up there. My belief is, yes, these can be brought back up to a proper standard and there'll be fantastic facilities to have in the Killaloo MD and in the in the Midwest region, Pat, because again, they're vital for tourism as well in the area and that's very important. Yeah, the, the council can have good... Um you know, have a good track record on, 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 on managing those uh, sites in, in West Clare. And, you know, the, uh, I suppose it would be nice to see them in here and, and, and have all the tourism in, in the one well, in the one Well, I, I think it would pass. And look, we can see what they achieved in the Cliffs of Moher. Yeah, yeah. And that that's the, it talks for itself. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I suppose, uh, we're travelling in between us. So we're going shopping, we're going to Cusick Park. And you, you'll be going to council meetings, I suppose. We have a fine road in along, but I suppose there's a bit above a pinchious cross and, and, and it comes up in the in the papers and we, we do a program on, on the media on on uh, Scarlet Bay Community Radio and Hinchious Cross often comes up in it about so I suppose uh, it is an area that probably we'll be looking forward to maybe getting developed in in the next couple of years. Yes. Again, Lucas, we're all well aware from White Gate Tennis most of the road is in is in fantastic condition in fairness mm-hmm. a lot of road widening went on in the past a lot of improvement works have gone on but as you said there's one section there around hinges cross where definitely improvement works needs to be carried out again in fairness it is because of the shortage of funding at the moment it has been well earmarked and well raised this issue as regards safety at hinges cross and my belief is with an application for funding to the department, there will be funding made available to improve sight lines yeah. and safety at that cross. And we are aware of uh, there have been accidents at the cross, and there's no point saying there haven't. It is a dangerous junction, but my belief is it will be upgraded sometime, hopefully, in 2022, at least, uh, uh, sometime around that stage. I'm not yeah. putting a date on it, but we'll be hoping that funding will be made available mm-hmm. to upgrade mm-hmm. that junction, which is bad, badly in need of upgrading. Well, I suppose, thanks to your, um, your, your uh, few minutes on the programme. Uh, on behalf of myself and the Scarlet Bay Radio team, thanks for your time and all the best on your busy year ahead in the as chairman of the Kildare Municipal District. No, no, no problem, Pat. And again, Lucas, any time that you want an update on what's happening in the Kildare MD over the next 12 months, feel free to give me a call and I have no, no problem doing an interview with you at any time. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, back again, Joe. Thanks very much. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio. <laughs>